everybody. It's gonna be mini episode number three. We're both in the truck going to a call. Hi. Um, and we're gonna answer, we're gonna put two questions together from Instagram to talk about for National Dairy Goat Awareness Week. Dairy Goats Rock. Um, and here we go. So, question is... Copper Ballisk. We can talk about copper for, first, I guess. I ha- I should do, like, a... F- well, you know what? I actually don't know if I could do a full episode on copper because there isn't, like, actual much in the literature about copper. So... Yeah, I don't really know very much about it other than we've done it in the past and to our goats and... Sometimes we saw something. Sometimes we didn't see something. Well, I mean, I've I've never been like super excited about the copper thing. Um, no, I'm super excited about like zinc thing. Yeah, which I have an episode Magnes. about um, goat skin where I talk about zinc and zinc responsive dermatosis, um, which I think is definitely a thing. Well, that's why I thought we used copper balls in the past Yeah. skin goats. So if you, well, and that's kind of like what's out there on the internet is copper, copper boluses, people like to give copper and they think it does something for, for skin and coat. Um, I'm not entirely sure that it does, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, um, I don't know I either. Think, I think where it came from is that there are some papers, at least a couple papers up there, about the use of copper oxide wire particles, um, and that's what comes in a copper bolus. So a copper bolus is like a little pill um, capsule. A little pill? The thing's monster. Well, it's like two grams usually, I think, is goat size. Yeah, and they are... They chew it, if they break it oh, up yeah. in their mouth, it's... It's a mess, um, but that, it's available for for goats now. I want to say there are two grams of copper oxide wire particles, and um, the papers out there were. I don't know why somebody thought of this, but it was to um, give these copper boluses and look for whether it helped with heavy. Parasite burdens, specifically for Hemonchus, which is barber pollworm. Um, And there was some positive results indicating that either if you give the boluses before exposure to barber pollworm or you have a barber pollworm infestation and you give the boluses, you may get better results of decreasing that parasite burden. Were you just using that? Yeah. So that's that, and I think that's why people started doing it. Um, But people like to give a lot of copper to goats, and um, in levels that uh, sometimes make me uncomfortable. Um, This is like... And they do it, like, regularly. Yeah, a lot of people want to give copper boluses, like, twice a year. They'll give it to the whole herd, and... That's crazy. Just just do it. Willy-nilly. Well, I mean, just giving it. Um, I mean, those people think that stuff happens? Um, people seem to tend to think that it, like, makes their goats look better or something. Uh, and, I mean, uh, I well, guess I maybe tell- it could be if... 
if you have a parasite burden and you're giving these copper boluses and you're, oh, and you're decreasing yes. your parasite burden, it could be that your goats look better because they have fewer intestinal parasites. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, there's not a lot of... Uh, you know, repeat fecal egg counts and using, you know, there's not a lot of scientific actual information out there about it. So that's that. Um, Next? Well, uh, I'll say a couple more things about copper. I think trace minerals are super interesting. Um, I mentioned that, like, you certainly can kill things with copper. Um, Sheep are very sensitive to copper. Um, Goats seem to tolerate copper boluses in large amounts um they they seem to do okay with it though you can overdo it and you can get copper toxicity which will shut down the kidneys pretty darn quick um the um what was oh yeah the like diagnosis for like how much copper copper is even harder to measure like whether the animal has adequate um, copper amounts it's even more difficult to man to measure than selenium which i talked about in the selenium episode um you can check blood levels for copper but copper is one of the things that the liver really really holds on to so and that's why like copper toxicity can be a problem because copper will just the liver will grab onto all the copper and just hold on to it hold on to it hold on to it until the liver is overwhelmed and then there's copper toxicity it's just everywhere um the so copper levels are absolutely best measured by um liver biopsy and like I mentioned in the selenium episode I'm not routinely doing that though I did just watch a video on Instagram of a cow dairy vet who uh, she and her husband run run a farm run a dairy farm in Wisconsin and they um, (laughs) it looks like they're routinely like laying down their new calves and uh, doing liver biopsies. So I was like, that's kind of cool. Maybe I should think about doing that in goats at some point. Because it was like, you know, like a little true cut, small, small, like biopsy needle, not a big, um, you know, not like a big surgical thing, a percutaneous biopsy needle. So that's kind of cool. So, copper. Uh, We we don't routinely give copper to our goats. No, there was a year where we did it twice and a season and I didn't what I was trying to do with it didn't really I didn't have much results I was doing it for skin but like for minerals like trace minerals and like free feeding minerals I we've always done add on minerals to the grain that we feed them and even when the grain has the adequate minerals in it and right. the, the percentage sheet you get when you order your grain, like the tag on the bag, we still add on top. And we, this year yeah. we've done, in years past, we've done straight kelp. It's and been a lot of it's years. It's been a long year since we've done that. So, this year we'll we'll doing like a powdered mineral with kelp in it. Does it have kelp in it? It has some sort of kelp or fish meal because it smells fishy. <laughs> It smells really oh. like seaweed, seaweedy. Yeah. It's really, really uh, ocean smelling. And oh. that stuff's got lots of copper in it and lots of 
all all the trace minerals and I put that in the grain that they get twice a day at milking and then there's a huge red block 45 pound uh, salt egg block just free range usually in there it's been a few months since I put one in there I should totally do that for them and they'll yeah. lick it right down to nothing in a few months yeah so we do um, we haven't offered like a lot of people will have little like dish feeders of um, loose minerals oh god um, no yeah like we can't do that yeah the numbers of animals we have like we did that maybe like one season back when we had maybe like six does in milk. Oh god, they just and, devour it. Well, yeah, and they also then they also like put their poopy feet in it, and it's it's like right. we have too many animals to to do something like that and feel like it's. I, I mean, I feel like it's just wasteful. Yeah, we wait. We would waste a lot of stuff, and then we can't monitor who's getting what. And like with the salt lick, for sure, there's a few does that will go to town on it more than others. And yeah, so free we'll, range, they seem to figure it out what they need and what they want. Each individually want one, and then I go from there. On well, if all, both of those things don't seem to be solving. It's usually skin. I always have skin. It's skin issues that I have with my herd. And it seems like the zinc, even with all the minerals in the grain, the powder that we put on top, the free access to giant red block, they still... Well, we, 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 we'll have, have like idio, so. idiosyncratic like individuals... Sometimes I get 200 need, milligrams need zinc of boost. zinc a day. I just throw a tablet on top, and they gobble it right on top of their grain while they're milking, and they usually just snack it right up. Um, but for for minerals, um, so like the milking herd gets grain, and there's minerals in that, yeah, and then we top like dress cell, it. Yeah. We top dress it with. Um, uh, we've liked Zinpro. Works really well. Which I think I've talked about in uh, in the skin episode. There's a whole um, bunch of different kinds of mixes there's, now. Yeah, there's multiple um, products there. The Zinpro 40 is labeled for goats, and the new Zinpro product this year is called Avela, and that has higher levels of copper and cobalt in it, so we're trying that this year. They don't seem to like it as much as the <laughs> Zinpro 40. They're being kind of particular about their feed this year, I feel like. I, mean, I totally um, feel like they're being super picky about feed. Um, the, the, the thing about the minerals, and for us in our area, and I don't know, I see a lot of other vets talking about skin stuff, and I'm always like throw a whole bunch of zinc at it um zinc the the zinc problem and i probably mentioned this in the skin episode is you have to have a chelated zinc you can't have zinc sulfate it's not very bioavailable and most of the regular goat minerals that are at like tractor supply or whatever if you look at the ingredients list it's zinc sulfate so they're getting zinc but it's not very bioavailable and that's what i'm talking about by the big red block like I get it at tractor supply. Yeah, so the yeah the big red that's like the salt and mineral block. Right. And sometimes we'll get one of the, like the selenium ones that's like a yellow color and throw that in there for a right. while. Um, 
the Zinpro loose mineral, so we mix that in the feed at like the label directions for goats and a couple things about it. It's zinc methionine, which is very bioavailable and it is like if you look at your over-the-counter like tractor supply or Kent or whatever goat minerals, it's zinc sulfate and it's like a thousand parts per million or six thousand parts per million or whatever and i think the zinpro 40 is like forty thousand parts per million yeah, it's so it's difference. like significantly more zinc um and it's the one that's bioavailable but so once, but you get what you pay for so the zinpro yeah, the, is very expensive well it's it also a long time and it's also only available in the giant bag yeah and it will last you a long time so yeah. keep it dry, keep it airtight container. It'll be fine. It'll be fine forever. I've been saying that I should have a bag and like divvy it up into some little containers so people can, you know, not buy a whole bag. Right. Yeah. Um so and kelp, we got we had some bags of kelp at one point, but we don't really stress out too I think much that about that. The new Zinpro we're using has it has to. It does smell kind of oceany, but yeah. um, I mean, people for kelp that would be for iodine. Typically, I mean, they like it. Usually, goats seem to like kelp yes. when it's available, mm-hmm. and they want to lick it right up. Yeah, they really do. Um, they like it. But like, what any of these things? It's like, why are you giving it? Like, you don't need to give this stuff if you don't need to give it. Like, we need to we need to supplement our goats with zinc because we ran out of the Zinpro it was either last year or the year before for like a couple months and then we put them back on it and about a month later I was like ooh look how nice and shiny everybody got this month yeah and like we all we our goat herd is skin skin and mostly and so I did see a big turn with the sunflower seed Mm. but like we're talking about minerals I mean I could have a whole hour talking about feed and how the animal changes, it, like, it's substantial. You know, the sunflower seeds bring in the black oil, and a lot of people will, will say, oh, that's poisonous, you can't feed that to goats, and, like, they're supposed to get sick or whatever. And I've never seen a goat get sick. I don't mix it. I don't give it straight sunflower seeds. I think the concern about sunflower seeds is... Um, the oil, it seems well, like the skin really... The skin seems the to oil. like the oil, but people can be concerned about it because if I recall correctly, they're kind of high in uh, phosphorus. Yeah, calcium phosphorus ratio. So if you if you have weathers and you add a lot of black oil sunflower seeds, you're bringing up the phosphorus ratio, so then you're maybe making them more likely to make stones, which is not desirable. (laughs) Um, Yeah, once again, I'm a producer and the animals move on. Yeah, we don't don't have a lot of weathers around. Before that is a would be a concern typically yeah but if you have older weathers yeah for pets for pets for sure like um, I would, yeah yeah so and like the like the how you provide the minerals is like totally what works for you we don't provide that loose like powder or you know salts or whatever because it would be impractical for us and there would be lots of waste so we don't do that we do blocks and we mix it in with the feed. Everybody gets fed. So that is that. Um, I think 
that kind of covers those questions. Free choice minerals in kelp and copper boluses. Seem like we talk about it? Yeah. Alright. So, we're going to sign off on this one and we'll be back for mini episode number four.